Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before, and he's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike. Oh, Coming to you live on tape from the lucky 13th floor of a commercial high-rise in beautiful Beverly Hills adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of the world-famous Hollywood sign, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, two standard bearers of the L.A. stand-up <laughs> comedy scene, as seen in the motion picture Dying Laughing, Sam Tripoli, who Hello, recently released I'm the back. double album The Diabolic, our first uh, repeat guest here on the show. And yeah. the host of the Sit Down Zumok podcast and celebrated man about town, Chad Zumok. Yeah! Cleveland's own. Tully! Yeah, let's talk about the Cleveland thing. Let's get that out of the way. You're pretty. Really loves Cleveland. Yeah, what's where I'm from, man? Well, so what? It's, you, know, you have pride? Where are you from? Where are you from, Tully? I'm from Rutherford, New Jersey. Let's talk about that. He's from parts unknown. I'm from Jersey, man. I'm from I'm from right outside the city. I'm from Bruce Country. I'm, I'm one highway exit from Giant Stadium. It's cool. No pride in that? Uh, I, I certainly don't have a vanity about it, because yeah. why would I? About, you know, I was not. it's not one of the great... Um, well, uh, cultural centers of the world. I like it. I like it. I love it. I go so far as to say I love it. When people say they're from my area, it's not really like pride. It's like, oh, you survived too. You made it through. It's uh, you know, it's upstate New York. We're yeah. like, right. we're like, we're ghetto country. I call By the way, it. it's always gray there. Every time I go there, it's gray. It is, I'll tell you something about upstate New York. It is the most conservative area I've ever played. I like. I've done the South. I've done all over the place. You go there. It's still 1985. Everyone's still got the 1985 haircuts, <laughs> and it's just like you say anything off color. It's just like they want to start like burning books and shit. Yeah, I read an article the other day actually about um, uh, there's a town in upstate New York that you can like uh, you can see Canada from basically. Like yeah. back in the day, kids when it froze, kids would walk over from Canada to drink beer because it was legal in the states. And how mm-hmm. incredibly politically conservative the upstate New York town is and how wildly liberal the Canadian town is, even though... Even the most conservative Canadian is a liberal American. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I mean, know. I know. They, they, they try to act like they're conservative. They have adult bookstores in their malls. Like, that, that heads would explode out here if you put a place where you get a like a 10-inch black dildo in a... In a the children! What about the child? People's heads would explode. <laughs> You yeah. go there, you can go get some P.F. Changs, some sneakers, and a butt plug, all in one trip. Canadians yeah. get it. I'm actually more excited that you said that story about how the lake phrases and they just walk to Canada. Right. I can't get into Canada because I have a DUI, so yeah. now I We're know we'll how. We'll talk about that. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That, to me, is nuts. Like, Canadians drink but like I can't fish. wait for the, I'm going to wait till it freezes, and I'm going to go over there and play a Yuck Yucks. Yeah. That's my goal. Or are you going to wear like a mustache? Yeah. Zhazumak. You're going to be Thad Zumak. So you're from, from Cleveland. Yeah. Going back to what you originally said, the yeah. reason why I'm always flaunting it mm. is I think it's an insecurity. For so long, we were the butt of all jokes. Yeah. Everyone trashed us. Mm. And there was a weird insecurity. And we all kind of came together. So there's mm. like a weird prideful thing now. Right. It all changed when... The guy who stabbed you guys in the back stabbed some other people in the back to try to make good on the first backstabbing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, That's... how do you feel? And uh, look, I, I, I am, um, uh, 
I don't, I don't follow baseball anymore. So, so I saw on the, the notes yeah. we don't talk sports or politics. I so. know. Actually, we're going to do pretty much only those two things on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Pick the rules, throw them out the window on this Tully show, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I was a baseball nut when I was a kid. I was a humongous Yankees fan, and now I understand that that's like rooting for the evil empire for Satan and U.S. Steel. Yeah, you know. But I, I didn't. I don't feel like I chose the Yankees. I feel like they chose me. And 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 that's a town where there's more than one baseball team. You know, I could have gone with the plucky, it's hard. The plucky, lovable Mets. I understand you don't have a choice about your local sports teams, but does it? Okay. I can certainly tell you that one of the reasons I'm out on baseball, one of the many reasons I'm out on baseball, is because it was not even satisfying. Latin players. It pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> one in particular, though. <laughs> just so much flair. Yeah, just stop enough. fixing your cup and enough get in with there. The bat flips. I know, right. Uh, <laughs> Like I got so angry when Alex Rodriguez failed for the Yankees, but I could not really fully wholeheartedly celebrate when he succeeded on their behalf, and I realized that there was kind of no way for me to win. Surely, Chad, there must be some part of you that can never forgive LeBron James. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm I'm actually very close to the story, and Sam can back me up on this. I was one of the guys who got caught on SportsCenter burning the jersey. Like, I, lo- I loved you guys. Yeah, yeah, and and, and I remember the, the national decision wasn't even over yet, and there was people live oh. on the street. Can you imagine the worst PR thing you could ever have done? I Can know. you imagine how surreal that was? We were outside, me and my friends, burning a jersey. A local news feed's filming it. Next thing you know, forty-five minutes, they're piping it into the decision on a split screen with Michael Wilbon and LeBron's watching my jersey on fire. It's the craziest thing I've ever had. And now you are more often than not seen in a LeBron jersey. I don't. I, I've never bought one since the jersey burn. I wear a Kyrie jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Kyrie would never do that to Different you. Different black athlete, racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't pay attention to numbers. Is Kyrie one? Kyrie's number two. Well, shows what I know. Yeah. But, uh, he thinks the earth is flat. But going back to what you were saying. He didn't think the earth is flat. He thinks it's cool when people talk about you on Twitter. He, oh, I respect that. He broke, he broke the curse, and he promised, and he delivered. So it's almost like he went to Miami. He went to college. Yeah. All's forgiven. Oh, that's well. That's what he. That's what he would say. So, all's, I mean, all is well that ends well, and you won the championship. And I certainly understand how that would um, cover up a lot of sins. But surely you must agree that it, it, as cynical a move as it was for him to go to Miami, it was at least as cynical as it, to return. I think I, it was all forgiven. Yeah, I, okay. I, I'm a very right. Yeah. Okay. I'm very. So, I'm a hypocrite. Cleveland's a fat chick. They always take you back. <laughs> right. I used to have a great joke about that. About like fat chicks never ask you. This was a long time ago. Fat chicks never ask you where you're going. They always ask when you're coming back. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. <laughs> Cleveland's just happy that somebody loves them. So what I, is? I think Cleveland is completely underrated. It's a wonderful city to go to. Uh, you what's guys, so good about? It? What's so good about it? I've, I've never been. The comedy wise, they're wonderful. Mm-hmm. They they laugh. They come out. They have a great time. Yeah. The people aren't like it's. They're not hobbits or like hunchbacks. Or, the women are pretty attractive. I like the city. You've had sex with a girl in Cleveland? Lots of them. And you've got roofied in Cleveland? I got roofied by a big-titted midget bartender who I kept calling tit midget the whole day. She had me a shot. Next thing I was out, and I woke up. She keeps those in her back pocket for yeah. people like you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and wh- where did you find yourself? Uh, in Chad's. We're, we're on your couch. Yeah, my condo back in the day. Yeah, you were. I've never seen you like that. It was unbelievable. You was on top of the bar with no shirt. Swinging a shirt, 
I was like, I got to get him the hell out of it. And he fell, oh. falls off, drinks fall everywhere. They're like, you got to get this guy out of here. I don't believe this. Yeah. See, I'm, I, 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 when I, Chad I, is taking you home and he's the voice of reason, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. you're in trouble. Yeah, problem, problem. Yeah, you've ruined yourself with alcohol. Yeah. And, and this guy and this guy is the guy you got to look out for. I knew you before you ruined yourself and I've known you post ruining yourself and I really regret <laughs> not actually People witnessing say that. the ruination. Yeah. I, I think he's exaggerating. There's Chad been a Houston. lot of resurrections of uh, Sam Tripoli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a constant resurrection. Right, and now you got the glasses. You're a whole new guy. It's their glasses. People hate them. Some people hate them. Yeah. A joke I forgot to do last like night. Is this girl came up to me after the show and she goes, "Your glasses are fucking stupid. They look so fucking dumb." I Ooh. go, "You're gonna die alone, okay?" <laughs> wow. And she just started crying, and I felt so good. I think uh, you and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar are the only two men who have ever pulled those yeah. off. Sometimes these are goggles. <laughs> sometimes these are like welding uh, glasses. Uh, I like Sometimes em. I touch children with these glasses. You know, it's just it's a look. I uh, speaking of the greater Cleveland area, I just happened upon a link to look at the show prop. I a love story. This guy. Oh, I got, I got. This guy's a quarterback everywhere. Um, a an Instagram account that is gaining popularity, highlighting the piss jugs of Akron. What's this all about? All it is is. There's so many people who pee in like Gatorade bottles and dump them on the street in Akron that that the piss jugs now have their own Instagram account. That's awesome. I yeah. do it. Why don't you just... But just throw it out. I know. Are right? you saving it? No. Oh, I like... What sort of monster I mean, you doesn't be... put your garbage... It's, like it's like a human... In, like animals bury their you shit. You'd be a trillionaire. Like a gazillionaire. Like, and you hold your own pee because you're crazy. That's the, it. The place I stay at, I, you got to go downstairs to the bathroom. So in the middle of the night, I don't feel like going downstairs. I'll just pee in the bottle. But sometimes I'll just forget about it. How do you forget about a pee bottle? Because you just put it down, and I'm on the run, and next thing you know, I'm like, oh, it's four days. I better throw away this pee bottle. I, I, no. What do you I, mean, I no? I, how do you just walk around, there's a piss bottle hanging out, and you're like, oh, oh fuck, it's still there. Wouldn't you just grab it right there and throw it out? No, I got, I, I'm busy. I got stuff to do, man. Are you that if, busy if, you know, can't throw if, out a piss if, bottle? If, if I leave a used tissue on my nightstand in the middle of the night, I assure you it'll be do, gone before I'm in the shower. Do you jerk-off socks all over the place? No. No, I don't do that. So you clean that up, but yeah. you pee in a Gatorade bottle and you put. Well, it so down, I'll just put it to the on the side of the bed. It's fucking. And I like I'll forget that morning. I get up. I gotta go to the gym. I gotta go do this. And next thing you know, it's two days later. I just get back from St. Louis or the road. And so I'm like, now the piss is fermenting. Yeah, it's gonna be like a, a hard cider at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so Google autocomplete is a fun thing. You can type stuff in, and Google will guess what you are probably going to ask about in regard to that thing that you just typed in. Sam Tripoli, did you ever Google autocomplete yourself? No. Do it right now. Do I it right now. I want to. I want to do it. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck with AI, dude. I don't want. You'd be that fine. Shit. You'd be fine. The one thing that always comes up: anybody who's in a relationship, everybody wants to see what your chick looks like. That's a really funny thing. I find that because I'm always Googling guests for the radio show. Yeah. Right. Anybody who's in any relationship, one of the number one things is, what, what, I don't know why that is. Everybody is intensely curious to see what sort of romantic sexual partner you have saddled yourself with. <laughs> and you can do that through giggle? Google, giggle? Well, I mean, there's no guarantee that you're going to get any results on that. But right. if enough people say, you know, Chad, Zumach, boyfriend then then that will become one of the autocomplete suggestions yeah you know interesting you said boyfriend 
Well, I don't know what people are saying. Well, actually, I do. He's still scared of gay people. I do know what people are (laughs) saying. You know, that they're going to make him burn in hell. If he touches them, he gets AIDS. If they bite you, you turn gay. Yeah. Totally. There's a yeah. It's it's mm-hmm. Twilight, and there's a bunch yeah, just, of vampires is, going around. This is why I keep silver bullets on me. It's going around sucking dicks. <laughs> yeah, like a gay prostitute slash vampire yeah. hunter. This is the that perfect. Sounds like a show. This is the perfect town for me. Let's pitch it. Let's pitch it. It'd probably be huge. Probably get its own show on NBC. Gay vampire. So. Sam, I mean, I think you'd be happy to, to the the number one auto complete thing for you is Diabolical it's oh, a new album. That's great. That's great, right? Please buy it. Two disc CD, one CD crush, one CD bombing. You know what's so funny? Going back to Sam, mm-hmm. to my right, I'll be driving around in my car and on my iPod plugged in, and I have his album, and I'll just pop on, and I'll, it, it's always like the, the craziest track, and I'm just I just start laughing. It's so funny. Like, I'll be listening to Fleetwood Mac, then all of a sudden, Tripoli comes on. Seems like a one-winged dove sings a song just like, gay aliens! They're everywhere! <laughs> Do you know that song is really, it's, it's fucking literal? That chorus, what is it? Just like a white-winged dove? Just oh. like the white-winged the white, dove. Listen, effect. the white-winged dove sings a song. And that song, as a matter of fact, scientifically speaking, is woo, woo, woo. Oh. That's the fucking song. <laughs> it's a hit. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. Stevie Nicks was a uh, was a high priestess of rock she's and roll. Seventies. Google seventies. Oh, her, she's like missing like half. What of her do you nostrils. think her fucking autocorrect is or her Google correct is? Don Henley, Mick oh, Fleetwood. Easily find out. Uh, cocaine is definitely in the top five. Seventies. Stevie Nicks is so hot. Do you think she worships Satan? I think she put on that whole thing. It was just this mysterious. Vibe. She had these long black gowns. She got a lot of mileage out of a dress. She really, yeah. really did. It's like as much mileage as Steven Tyler got out of scarves. <laughs> That's what they said. Stevie it's an old Nicks, <laughs> as the old saying goes. Stevie Nicks tour song set list. San Diego. I don't know what happened in San Diego and landslide. No cocaine. Kids have today have no she idea. She seemed to have aged well in yeah. terms of her attitude. Mm-hmm. Like you don't see her like. Showing up on Fox News suddenly, like yelling about the kids today Mm-mm. and all that stuff. Like no. you always see the older people, like older rockers, starting to do these kids yeah. don't get music no. anymore. Get I it. think there's a lot of good music out there. I just think the easiest music to find is shitty music. And like if you go out there and you actually like look for good stuff, there's some great shit out there. Well, the filtering process isn't there anymore. Like how back in the day, there was like a better, you know, with the record industry. I was able to get these bands, and now I don't know where the hell to get them. I disagree with that, because it's the same industry. They're just, I'm more locked down by the record label. Well, record labels are deciding everything. Back, Maybe I'm just being romantic, but I think back in the day, the artists decided more, and then the, 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 the talent managers went and go, oh, this guy's got something cooking. And now I just think it's the other way around. They're like, this is what we're looking for. So what do you guys think? Go to the phones, 216-578. No, I'm just- it's 216. I don't know. It's a Cleveland area code, by the way. I had a feeling. <laughs> so, uh, Tripoli, yeah, you get Diabolical. You get autocompleted to Joe Rogan. That's understandable. Why would it uh, autocomplete to Sam Tripoli, Shanghai? Because I go to Shanghai. I do Shanghai probably once a year. Shanghai, China. Tell me. You do stand up there? Oh, I love it. It's unbelievably I feel fun. Like, I feel like I know this, but I've forgotten this, and I'm going to ask all the yeah. same questions I did last time. The most obvious one is, do they... 
Get your jokes, speak English. Yeah, there's a ton of expats. I don't know what's going to happen now with this whole March for War thing going on, but I mean, no, it's I don't wonderful. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. I think Trump, I actually, I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I, I have, uh, I, I believe that, um, I mean, I think that the, the, the North Korea solution is fairly obvious, and uh, but I do believe that the Trump administration is capable of executing it. I really do. Hmm. Why not? I, I don't know. You gotta believe in your president. He's crazy, but well, you don't have to. But okay, the bottom line there is that um, North Korea—it is time for it to fold, and China, I think, finally recognizes that. And without China's support, North Korea will fold. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully that can happen. Eighty percent of their exports. Yeah, hopefully that can happen cleanly and bloodlessly. But I think we we kid ourselves that we actually really control that situation. China controls that situation, and I think China knows the right thing to do. Uh, Fun fact. North Korea, giant exporter of crystal meth. Yeah, I know. I know. Big time. There are certain advantages to being uh, like a, a, a an amoral autocracy, yeah. and that's that you can dabble in a lot of industries that get a little dicey for other countries. Yeah, they're you know. huge suppliers in all of Asia. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chad. Oh, Have you Googled yourself? All the time. It is. It reads like a sort of shorthand Wikipedia page in a way. Hmm. Chad Zumach, and I don't, I don't, I really didn't know. Any, I know you're a radio guy. You, know, you used to be a radio guy. I don't know if yeah. you're still a radio guy. I think you are still a radio guy. In in his heart, he's still a radio. I guy. I'm not in I I'm not in it anymore. I have yeah. a radio agent, mm-hmm. but I'm not actively pursuing a radio job because my stand up career is doing well. Yeah, and just where this industry is going, I'm just not interested. And in, dude, uh, he's being moss. He's too outlaw for radio. Okay, he doesn't play by the rules. He's his own man. Okay, and no radio station can handle the heat this guy's taking. All right. I I think there probably is something too. It's very similar to network TV. The more freedom people have in podcasts or on cable to push the boundaries, the more. Um, the incentive is taken away for network television to take any chances whatsoever because the only reason you're still tuning into one of the big three is because you want the predictable setup. Yeah, right, that's a great point. But they're also and eating their own. Radio is the same thing. Well, of course they are. Well, and they know that they're in. And it you're very spiral. lucky to be in Sirius XM where you're able to kind of you know navigate and do something similar. Where you're, you can push some boundaries, but podcasting is much more appealing, much more attractive. Like Joe Rogan, that's what, 20, was he get 20 million downloads or something like that? That's better than going on Fallon, Colbert, and Kimmel combined. I know. Yeah. I don't think that's per episode, though. I think that is just over when you're on a, a season. It's one I mean, of over the, a month. It's like one of the bigger programs. It's probably that the exists. biggest one. It's put it this way: its popularity is not limited by the um, the medium through which it is transmitted. You know, it's just as big as a TV show or right. a syndicated radio show or a movie or right. whatever. You know, and that's that's really a side of the times with podcasts. So, Chad, I, I, I mean, I, I apologize in advance if I'm prying in something you don't really want to talk about. I'll talk about, about everything. Chad Zumach arrested, fired, mugshot, DUI. Oh, that's boom, your Google? Boom, 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 boom. boom. Well, yeah. yeah, dude, I talk about that in my She's a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. 2000. Dating's got to be hard, huh? <laughs> I know. Let's swipe left, swipe left on Tinder, mugshot. The last one's comedian, and I'm not sure that helps a whole lot. <laughs> that was the crazy. In 2012, I was fired from radio because I was charged with a DUI. And it was a huge story in Cleveland. It was on every single news station, 5, Fox 8, 19. I'm sure it was on the goddamn Weather Channel. It was everywhere. My mugshot was everywhere. My mugshot got more coverage than Bernie Kosar, number 19, the quarterback, the legendary quarterback from Cleveland. Mine. 
I ran into Bernie Kosar at the Cleveland Improv, and he goes, Zumok, dude, I saw your mugshot on news. It got more coverage from mine, and I'm Bernie fucking Kosar. Did, he didn't call himself Bernie fucking no, Kosar. No, I exaggerated that situation. Uh, you know why that joke didn't work is your impression of Bernie Kosar was way off. That was perfect, dude. He, you know, I'm a, I'm a, an impressionist snob. Yeah. So. <laughs> does anybody do? Uh, I mean, is there? A, does Bernie Kosar no, have a thing? No, you wouldn't know. One of know? the least charismatic athletes of his generation. Oh, did he get and fired one time? A... He's like garbage. This guy's garbage. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, I love him. He's a legend. You still, know so interesting is like people love Charles Oak, uh, Charles Barkley's candid talk, but it's because they let him say that. Yeah. Kozar says that stuff, they're like, get rid of them. You know, it's just so weird. Like, some people are allowed to say stuff, some people aren't. Yeah. So I think Charles Barkley was grandfathered in because he was doing that since he was a player. So he kind of got grandfathered in, and Bernie just decided one day, ah, he sucks. And they're like, oh, no, you know. No, but I, I'm not aware of Kozar shooting from the hip. This is a thing he does? Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Was, he was doing play-by-play -play for the Browns uh -huh. in Cleveland, and they, let, they had to let him go. Plus, I think there was some alcohol involved. Mm. So He won a ring. Not with... Not with with Dallas. Yeah. Yeah, he left Oh, my too. God, he did. Did I anyone talk about, about him coming back? Was there a big thing about Kozar coming back? Well, at that point. <laughs> he burning any Bernie Kozar jerseys? Yeah. They traded Bernie. Bernie, he didn't want to go. God, it's so rough. As a, as a former Yankees fan, it's so hard when you have to pin your hopes on a guy whose name is fucking Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> There's a huge a song. It's like, it's like our superstar names? player is like Gus. Like, it's just, you no, know, no, no, uh, you can't put any faith in We're that. We're just giving kids sexy names. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Oh, here's my baby. I'm going to give her, you know, it's like, I don't know what's a fucking name. Dakota. Now. Dakota. You're like, you're you're literally giving them stripper names. I've met a kid named uh, named Surrey who was born like the exact same time as, as Surrey Cruz. Really? Like how, I've also met uh, people who were named Paris before Paris Hilton was Paris Hilton and you have a degree of sympathy for them. I met someone whose name is Isis. Degree yeah. of sympathy for that person. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Honest mistake. But, but these people went into this with their eyes wide open. You know, they uh, sought to directly emulate what Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes had done. I love when like movies were popular back in the day. Like when Boys in the Hood came out, the name Trey, that Cuba Gooding Jr., everybody black, they just named their kid Trey. Everybody's Trey. And this whole generation of Trey is now they're all adults. Yeah, uh, Jalen Rose. There's a bunch of kids named Jalen. Her, her mom just made Jalen up. It was like Jay and some, I forget the other one, but it's like she just made the name up. Yeah. You remember when black people used to have the crazy names? Now white people are just getting ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like everybody's naming their kids after a, a pink berry flavor. <laughs> yeah, the last names. The last respect. name. The, the last names as first names are becoming a bit much. There's a female comic. Her name's Scout. You know who she is? I don't know her last name, but Scout. It's weird. That's, uh, that's yeah. One of the the Willis Demi Moore kids. Not maybe it's her. Maybe it's her. Is it Scout Willis? Yeah. No. Really? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. There's some retarded names out there. Tripley. Yeah. Tripley's great. I love getting to. Are you? What are you, man? You you Lebanese? You Italian? What are you? Are you a fucking towelhead? What are you? Like in L.A., I'm Armenian. In uh, uh, Delaware, I'm a terrorist. You know. Well, did you in go out in New York? I'm a white guy. Didn't you go out with Maz Jabrani because you passed his his nationality? Yeah, I uh, I got passed because she thought I was Syrian. And when she, <laughs> I, I I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't even know what Syria was at the time. She's like, "Are you Syrian?" I'm like, "Yep, yeah. I'm totally Syrian." Yeah, I talked to my phone. Love my Syrian grandparents. 
<laughs> go, go home and eat some Syrian right now. Uh, was Tripoli that? Uh, it, I mean, is that like a, your family's real last name? Yeah, because it just seems. I like wish I would have came up with a stage name. Well, but I, no, I don't mean that. But it, it's it seems like as if you know I was like Joe Dublin. Yeah, you know, like your family's just like at Ellis Island. They're just like we refuse to spell your name. What's what? What's the biggest town where you're from? That's your name now. Yeah, that's well. I mean, it's Italian. It's not really Lebanese. A bunch of my family came and changed their name to Triple because they didn't want to be a. Italian. Because back in the day, it was about simulating. Yeah. Now it's all about getting yours. I was thinking the other day, you know I feel bad for in the whole political correctness? The Polish. They totally missed out. I'm a quarter Polish. On all the political correctness. Remember back in the the 80s and 90s? Couldn't do enough Polak jokes. Polak this, Polak that. If that was if political correctness around now, there'd be the Pollock Entertainment Network. They'd be like one Pollock in every show. Every interracial dating would be a white chick and a Pollock. It's nobody's with me on this one. Well, it's I happen to know that <laughs> the the European Union has rotating heads of state that get to be like the the head of the the gang for a little while, and it's currently the prime minister or president or whatever of Poland. It's their turn, and oh. I, I wonder to this day are there residents. Uh, uh, Reservations and private jokes among the European community about when it's Poland's turn to be in term in charge of the EU. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some fucking wonderful Polak jokes. Zumok's a Polish name, hmm. just for everyone keeping score at home. Hey, I, I did, uh, auto completed. So wait, so wait, do I have the full story on your on your DUI? No, because Triply interrupted. Okay, well, please, please I'll be stop. quiet. No. <laughs> so I got charged with this DUI, and it just my mugshot went viral. It, it was clicked on 1.5 million times. Was it a particularly funny mugshot, or was it just owing to your notoriety? Yeah, it's, it's the first thing that comes up on Google. It's, it's crazy. I look angry. Well, I was angry. Yeah. My mom said that. She goes, why'd you look so angry in your mugshot? It's, like it's a mugshot. <laughs> I said, what do you want me to do? I got arrested once. There's a mugshot of me crying with a mohawk. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> Is it online? I can't find it. Oh, that look that would be awesome. Yeah, I got a mugshot in uh, Santa Barbara with a piece of duct tape on my forehead that said, I am super cute. Really? <laughs> I've been trying to find that That'd in the public database as well. I know, huh? That could be a cover of your album. So, yeah, no, if you Google it, so it was all over the place. It, it just went viral. And 1.5 million times it got clicked on this Newsnet 5 article. And it made me sad because I realized that is the most successful thing I've ever done with my entire life. That's it. That's great. I don't think this is a particularly remarkable mugshot. Yeah. I mean, people who, who 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 cast aspersions on the nitty gritty details of mugshots have never had their mugshot taken. It's not a cool second. It's not a cool moment no. in your life when you Especially get it. Especially when you're it's getting a fucking told weird. You're getting a felony. It's a weird time. But uh, since I can't get this thing off the internet, there's nothing you can do. So I just made it the cover of my album. Yeah. Reckless That's Operation, great. which was the That's plea bargain great. I took. Yeah. That's great. I own you look it. like a cop who shot uh, a black guy in the back as he's running away. That does that look like the picture? It's like they're taking him to trial. Yeah. Nope. That's, that's what happened, actually. That's great. That's great. I had Skittles and... A Snapple with me. <laughs> I have a lot of sympathy for 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 black people for DUI people because uh, it could it could have been any. It's of a cash cow, dude. Listen, the reason that two o'clock is the cutoff point is so that they could the cops can just sit out there and just start picking people off. Totally, it's a cash cow. They get make so much money. I've never been hit by a drunk driver, but I've been hit by seven people texting and driving. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they're getting the technology to stop that, though. They're going to uh, have a thing where police are able to tell if you're using your phone while you're driving. How? I don't know, but privacy ex, uh, um, advocates already have an issue because they don't want the police to be able to look at people like that. I personally have no issue with it. I am um, too frequently guilty of texting and driving, and I am a fucking menace on the roadway. Can I just say something? A big thing about uh, legalization of weed decriminalization of drugs is like they need to make up that money that they're going to lose from all that shit all those drug busts all those you know uh people going to court all that stuff from drugs they're gonna have to find it somewhere else and it's gonna be texting it's gonna be something they have to come up with a new law that everybody breaks so they could fund the criminal system yeah it's just how it is man that's the law the real reason why it's taken so long for drugs to become legal is because one, it's obviously big farm, but it's also it's like there's a big part of the police budget that deals with fighting the war on drugs, and when that's no longer there, that budget is gone. Yeah, preach on, brother. Okay, I thought that was a good point. Well, I sp- I think in radio you're supposed to go counterpoint at this point. Okay, I counter- disagree. Okay, <laughs> come or- on, go skip Bayless on me right now. <laughs> Or I could just tell you, don't ask me why I did this, uh, what the Google autocomplete stuff is on Anne Hathaway. I love it. What? Oh, it's on Anne Hathaway? Just like what autocompletes from Anne Hathaway. Why Anne Hathaway? Um, I was just typing in some people just to okay. see. What, I mean, I could tell you some other people. Uh, Donald Trump. This is not You ever jerk hard, off to Anne Hathaway, Sam? Yeah. Okay. Sure. You, I mean, you certainly could in, uh, in uh, Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. yeah. She availed herself. She had a sexual gear I didn't see coming. She's pretty hot. Well, that's that's a bit strong, but Anne Hathaway, the brunette. Yeah, yeah. What do you mean that's a bit strong? She's totally fucking hot. Yeah, into mousy. What? Yeah, <laughs> she's hot. She's very beautiful. Hot, hot. Again, okay. Well, I mean, we talk. Pretty girl. Pretty girl. She's thin. She's thin. You know. She got big. A big rack. Does she? Yeah, cute face. Okay, well, uh, what just happened? The world is, the world <laughs> does not share your um, your your feeling towards Anne Hathaway. I, this is just crazy to me. <laughs> Here's what you get when you search Anne Hathaway. Why does everyone hate Anne Hathaway? Why does the internet hate Anne Hathaway? Why does Hollywood hate Anne Hathaway? Why does James Franco hate her? Why does Joan Rivers hate her? Who the fuck is Kevin Mano? And why does Kevin Mano hate? <laughs> Anne Hathaway. Fucking Kevin Mano, if you're listening, call in right now. <laughs> we got to get to the bottom of this shit. It's funny. I mean, you can really you just kind of why, get... why does Tully hate Anne Hathaway? I don't, that should be I don't, on there. I don't if 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 saying that she's not hot is hate, well then I guess I hate her, but it's obviously like, not. Like you say she's not hot in the fact that she is just like she's not like the 1% of the 1% that you can see in LA sometimes. You're like, okay, that's a that's another level of human being. No, I'm saying that there are certain women who can play the hot chick in movies and she is not one of them. She can play a pretty girl in movies. But she can't play the hot chick. She's not. Of course, she is gorgeous by world standards and by human standards. But by Hollywood standards, I don't think that's exactly part of her skill set. Interesting. I mean, that's and I was surprised um, that the but the, the raw sexual charisma in Brokeback Mountain. Not I mean, that's amazing. Not to get off topic here. Well, it's a kind of, of topic. topic. Okay, cool. This is broke my heart. One of my favorite TV crushes of all time. Okay, before we get into that. I was at Whole Foods. I was talking to this girl, and she was she looked familiar. She was really nice. She walked away, and it clicked. It was my childhood crush, 
Nicole Eggert from Charles in Charge, mm-hmm. and it doesn't even look like her anymore. I was devastated. I know. I, I was know. in love with her. Yeah. I I felt old. Oh, so are you saying? I masturbated I, to Charles in Charge. Me too. Yeah. That she is at a point right now where you feel comfortable hitting on her? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you still have to if you could, just because? I think I would. Yeah, just because of the there's go, just still a little Charles in charge in there somewhere. Yeah, and that's she not creepy because I was good because I was also a minor. I'll tell you my my, my Nicole Eggert. Story. She's a little bit bigger. Yeah, I like big. Then you would love her. I I mean, there's big and then there's fat. With all we, due respect, we had one beer. In, I like big. This doesn't anybody can have a beer. Anybody can enjoy themselves and have a beer. But we had one beer in the um, fridge at our old studio for about eight years until Nicole Eggert drank it at like one o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And I was like, huh, that's sort of interesting. <laughs> and this seems like it, it? This seems like it may be an insight into- uh, in, Maybe she's in, dealing into... with the death of Corey Haim at the time. She's that's coping. That's a great point. That's yeah. a great Were they... point. Oh, yeah. What? I didn't know. Oh, they, yeah. they had a little- uh, that, Why did I sound like Burt Crusher? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. They uh, had a little fling. They were in a movie called Blown Away together. She gets naked in it. Yes, yeah, yeah, sure. I jerked yeah. off to that too. Uh, you know, another one around the same time, Alyssa Milano, mm-hmm. who's over at uh, Who's the Boss? Yes, Christina Applegate sort of rounding out that trio. Yeah, for sure. That's a good triangle, right? They've been hot for decades. Right. Also masturbated to married with children. Big yeah. time. Come on. Big time. I masturbated <laughs> to. I, I was on the road, jerked off to Save by the Bell. Uh, okay, okay, I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. Because if it had been at the time, it would have been Tiffany Amber Thiessen. 100%. But, but it's not anymore. And and I'm going to go so far as to say it's it's not even Jesse Spano. You jerked off to Lark Voorhees. Probably. I mean... Elizabeth Berkeley. Back in the yeah. day, she was totally hot. Mm. Elizabeth... What's her name? Ber- Elizabeth Berkeley. Berkeley. She, Showgirls. Smoking hot. She's hot as shit. Am I wrong here? Am I off? She's just so, I don't no. know. You, you're, no, you're right. She's she is a she is a hot chick. Did you see Showgirls? Yeah. Several times. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, such a garbage movie, but she's okay in that. She just looks a little. I don't know. She's pretty bad in that. All right. Yeah, but she's still hot as fuck. Yeah. 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 There's just some girls who're just like God damn. Like you know, I I'm not into, but she's so hot as that that chicken uh, uh, Suicide Squad. She's pretty hot. Margot Robbie. But the acting is beyond bad. That's what I hear. It's just like, hey, let's give an Instagram model a A-list acting career. I didn't, I don't find her that bad. She was in what, Wolf of Wall Street, too, right? Horrible. I thought she was... She deserved an Academy Award. She's oh, amazing. Scorsese raves about her audition. Oh, yeah. It's amazing how when you're like a what, 70-year-old man, how <laughs> a, a smoking hot 20-year-old comes in. Oh, they got skills. This kid's got... Chutzpah. You know a woman I saw in person that just blew me away, like celebrity, mm-hmm. and I was like so, was this was probably 2008. It was like when Dane Cook was like on fire, and I hosted the show at the Hollywood Improv. Jessica Simpson showed up. It was right after she broke up with Nick. I was, wow. I was, I've never seen a more prettier girl before. She was gorgeous. Yes. I've yeah. been in her presence. I was in her presence in the oh, day a yeah. couple of times. Do you know who's super hot? Now, when there, I... now there was a rack, Sam. Yeah, oh, I know. It was I mean, I don't just throw that word around. Some women have breasts. Jessica Simpson had and presumably still has a rack. Yeah. yeah. What about um, uh, Jenny McCarthy back in the day? She was- I saw her live. I'm like, that is one of the most gorgeous MTV days I've ever seen in my life. 
the most beautiful woman I've ever been in the presence of. And it sounds kind of trite to say this, um, but I'm not trying to suck up to, to women here or anything. Um, I was at a party one conversation circle away from Iman, David Bowie's widow. Oh. Who was probably at least 50 at the time. And she was still... And it was... Uh, I, I, come on, you know. Just... It, it, you didn't feel like you were the same species as 100%. that person. There was a level. There was a level of perfection that just wow. like didn't compute in person. That's, yeah. that's a great compliment. Yes, yes. I mean, yeah, she's smoking hot. You've mm-hmm. seen her? Yeah, uh, not in person. Uh, yeah, not in person, but yeah. I mean, sometimes I see these girls on Instagram. You're like, these girls are. I, I like have a new appreciation for black strippers. Well, I the, love them. Dude, if you go follow Sam Tripley on Instagram, Sam Tripley. At Sam he, Tripley. At Sam Tripley. He likes all these booties. Like every, It's all booties. Black booties. You love it's black my booties. my Instagram. I can like what I want. Okay? I'm a knuckle dragger. That's what I'm into. Black ass. <laughs> Sam's a team player on social media. You know that. I appreciate that about you. Why are you looking at another man's likes? It's creepy. Uh, Leave people do that all the time. Really? My friends like, at... I always see what you who you're liking. I don't even you. know. I don't even know how to look at what other people like. Uh, they, they, God, they I, go, I'm staring at my phone so many more hours a day that I need to, and I feel like I'm barely scratching the surface yeah. of the truly worthless things I could be doing with my time. Instagram. I was at I was uh, at Metallica. Uh, Ellis was there. Uh, they did the every awesome song except for one. Trapped under ice was the only song they didn't do. Mm. I uh, Instagram Live Sanitarium. Three people watched it. <laughs> I go and see what everybody's watching. Literally a thousand people watching this black stripper <laughs> eat a cob salad. <laughs> eat a cob salad. Yeah, well, you could see Metallica performing live somewhere every night. <laughs> By the way, Instagram <laughs> lets you know how messy strippers' locker rooms are. It is unbelievable. They're like the yard from a fucking prison. Yeah, I don't They're know why. So I, don't, I don't know why you don't straighten up a little bit before you try to titillate me. Somebody sent me a, a video the other day, just some chicks sh- uh, uh, shaking her ass, and he just said, "You're welcome." And I was like, you know, she could have. She was outside in her driveway. I'm like, she could have moved like the garbage cans out of the way so that they were not in the back. That's my whole thing about amateur porn. It's just yeah. like clean your fucking room. It's true. I can't jerk off. I'm like, is there mm-hmm. a kid in that baby carriage? You have very distracting. <laughs> you have very distracting music on the radio. Yeah. I can't imagine why anybody would choose to fuck it's to ridiculous. this. Ridiculous. Yeah. Why is that Gatorade bottle of urine right there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I got a thing I want to try. It's, a, it's like a, it's like a game that we can play. All right. Fun. Spin the bottle. So uh, here, I, I got my production team to make up an intro. Let me see oh, if I can cool. get this to work. <laughs> Yeah, that almost worked. <laughs> so welcome to uh, Guess the Thing. And this is the game where... Guess the Thing. Guess the Thing. I'm going to play you a thing, and you have to guess what it is. Okay? All right. Sam, some of this stuff... Don't go read it. Sorry, I am unable to turn my... What the fuck is that? What's going on, Tully? This is creepy as shit. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a John Carpenter film. District 9. What is that? I thought that would appeal to you, Sam. That is the uh the 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 the, the light the light in the northern sky. 
Well, close, but not not close at all. Uh, um, that is uh, uh, one of the more explicable noises I'm going to play for you. That's just the sound of the aurora on Jupiter, which is basically the northern lights of Jupiter. Holy shit. Yeah. Guess this thing. Um, it's a new Adele song. It's creeping the shit out of me. This is the new Saw film. A Ravi Shankar concert? Nobody knows what this sound is. And nobody knows why it was recorded by so many people. Civilians. In as disparate, uh, in disparate places such as Manila, Germany, Belarus, and in this case, Canada. Nobody knows what that sound Nobody is. Nobody knows what that sound is. It's the beginning of Pass the Mic by the Beastie Boys. Goodness gracious! Ooh. That scares the shit out of me. I got more. Is your boner gone? Totally gone. <laughs> you can go back to Nicole Eggert anytime you that, want. That, that creeped the shit out of me. Uh, this is obviously a child uh, who is a ghost haunting someplace. <laughs> Where did you get this stuff? I just Google stuff. You know? This is possession. Dude, if we keep doing this, mm-hmm. some weird shit's going to happen to us today. This is creeping the it shit does out feel like me. a bit of a summoning, huh? Yeah. This is actually pretty harmless. You're listening to... Your kids sing? The earliest known recording of a human being. From 1860. This is hilarious. <laughs> That's pretty cool, right? How did they how did they record it? This is it? the first recording of a human being ever. If if uh, the internet is to be believed, that was cool, right? That was pretty fucking cool. Some kid singing a song. That was awesome. What were they saying? I think it's a French song. Oh, yeah. How'd they record it? I think like um, early recording was like more um, uh, mechanical than people realize. It was just sort of like if you scratch a groove in a thing and then you run something over that groove, it makes a particular noise. I'm under that impression. Huh. This is weird stuff, man. I do think something weird stuff is going to happen to us tonight because we're doing this. Let's break out a Ouija board. Let's take it all. It does feel a little Ouija, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, was, here I got I got a couple more of these. All right, uh, let's see. How about this one right here? It sounds like a play. It's track two on the Diabolical, Sam Tripoli's new stand-up album. You guys are familiar with the um, the idea of uh, castrato? This was actually around the same time period when the first. I'm I'm familiar with no. Eric Estrada. No. So, the challenge when it comes to um, opera singing is that men have strong voices, but women have high voices. And if only there were some way that you could have a high, strong voice, and at some point somebody realized you can. If you remove a boy's testicles before he reaches puberty... His voice will never change, but he will grow into a man. And so for a very long period of time, 
castrato were a real thing and that is the recording of the i think the last known castrato that is a man who made it into adulthood with no testicles what for the purposes of singing that's called focusing on your craft <laughs> well that's assuming he's that he had any say in it he's a bottom right does it really make a difference when you don't have testicles i mean yeah don't you, you want to be topped by that guy no it's I'm, like the ultimate gay experience to i want to be this... topped by any guy to have this guy hitting, uh, you know, G over middle C while he rails you with no balls. Where did, what did you just start Googling, like, yeah. weird shit? Right. Yeah, kind of. I got one more. It's the weirdest one. Hold on. Where's your family at when you're doing That's this? That's such dedication to your craft. What? You, I know. Removing you your testicles? your nuts to have a great career, Chad? Uh, I, I, well, I'd remove one. One nut. Yeah. For greatness. Yeah, because... The devil said, "I'll make you. I'll make you famous." Yeah, you just gotta give me one nut. Yeah, Lance Armstrong. But you can't pick it. He had one nut. He picks the nut. Well, who plays favorites with their nuts? Yeah, you don't know. I know Ari Shafir has one giant nut I, and one little moon orbit. I saw the photo. <laughs> it's unhealthy. It's always been like that. Uh, well, ever since we did the podcast, he whipped his nuts out. It's been like that. Oh, right. I forgot. I I, I was around for. I don't know if that era is still ongoing, but for the the nuts out era of of Ari, oh. I, I've had four different people show me Ari's balls. Have you gotten a picture of his asshole? No. Oh, I have to look at that once every Tuesday. <laughs> I don't know, it's just something him and Tebow think is funny. <laughs> just us seeing Ari's blown out, bloody asshole. The guy's slowly bleeding to death out of his asshole. And it's not. I'm assuming you mean hemorrhoids. Yeah, but it's like bad. Like, bad. <laughs> and it's just, I know I don't have a pretty asshole, and I'm, you know, I know that, but his is Do you just, shave your asshole? No, I don't. No. I narrowed it once just for the fun of it. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's probably for the best that my asshole remain obscured by yeah. by hair. I think hair's doing me a lot of favors. Like, girls want to eat butt. <laughs> I'm like, ah, we're good. We're good. You don't have to eat butt. It's just not the same thing. Yeah. I know, I know. Does that mean that I lack self confidence? That I feel like a woman will lose interest in me? You're if not she, a man. If she puts her, if she puts her tongue on my butt, I just feel like, like I know I could, I know I could get women to to do it, but I don't believe women I, just I, smell nicer than guys, right? Right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's like a, it's like a uh, trophy wife having sex with some hideous old guy. Like you can find a woman to do it. Find me the woman that likes it. And I'm not saying that there aren't women who like to lick butts. I'm saying I don't think I have a very lickable butt. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Right? I it's, like, girl... I, it's like I don't want to be a part of any club that'll have me as a member. I don't want to date any girl who's willing to lick my yeah. ass. I had a girl who was way out of my league when I'm back at home when I was on the radio do that to me. And I was like, I shouldn't even be having sex with you, let alone you doing this. Yeah. I was like, what What did I do to deserve this? And I, I, I made her stop. I was like, you're, you're good. stop. You're too good for this? Yeah. Get your face <laughs> out of the dumpster? Yeah. She we... just... She... <laughs> <laughs> Her name yeah. was Courtney. How how you doing, Courtney? And you staged an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> so we have uh, one more thing on guess the thing, which uh, I don't think I'm ever going to do this again. But uh, did we ruin a hot your segment? segment? <laughs> did we ruin it? I don't know. It seemed like it was a good idea in theory. Like a lot of like comedy. you don't think this is going to be reoccurring. I don't know. I'm going to need a lot more things. I'm I think this need is a great things. benchmark. Oh really? The Tully Show is, is known for guess segment? the thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Everybody's talking about guess it. The thing. Dude, did you hear about Guess the Thing on Tully last night? Did you Dude, hear I was it? trying to guess the thing. He had one thing. He didn't even know what it was. <laughs> he couldn't even guess the thing. This was a great Dude, thing. Dude, I just listened to Tully. They played Guess the Thing. It's triple right. one. What the fuck is this? Ice cream truck. Yeah. He nailed it. In a haunted house. Okay, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit. No, it's a baby thing. Where'd you go to get these? We'll give you nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> this is an alien transmission. Is this uh, actually yeah. because Chad's on the show? Is this from Cleveland? That guy who kept all those women in the basement? Yeah, Ariel is Castro. Their, is this their cries for help? <laughs> He's doing a little pirate radio down there. <laughs> they podcasted. That's how they kept their sanity. No, man. See, I, Sam, this would see. I actually thought you might know what that what that was because this is something that would be up your alley. I don't know if it's if you say uh, uh, Conet or Cane Project. Shortwave radio transmissions that during the Cold War. You could blast them from anywhere, and your agents who were anywhere could uh, who were inside another country could pick them up and then decode them. The weird thing about them is that they have not gotten less frequent since the Cold War. They have actually become more frequent. And Sam, <laughs> this is why I think you'd like this. Nobody's talking about it. That those are, those are those are being those sorts of things, which are presumably coded messages, are being shot from shortwave radios somewhere to other places all over the world That's and somebody crazy. they're doing it for a reason somebody is receiving propaganda that. Mm. <laughs> dude you see them too mm. dude it's crazy hey going back to what you're saying about that Ariel Castro guy who kept those women in the basement I ran into one of them Michelle Knight the one of them she comes up to me she goes Chad I go Hey, because I've seen her on like all the magazines. Right, she's like, she saw goes, your mugshot. Rough day, huh? Yeah, she's, I, she's like, I thought I had a bad. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the craziest thing. That the, the eleven years she was locked in that house, she she used to listen to me on the radio. How oh, crazy is my that? God. And I was just like, Are you kidding me? She goes, You. She goes, You don't understand. And she hugged me, and I was like, Whoa! Did oh you my, hit it? Whoa! Yeah, we're dating. No, ain't that crazy? She was locked in that house. And listening to me on the radio. Oh my god, that's so, like a so uh, weird. That's like there's a Stephen King book, um, the girl who loved Tom Gordon, I think, and it's about a girl who gets lost in the woods and and every night to, when she's scared by herself, she's listening to Red Sox games and Tom Gordon, the the relief pitcher, kind of becomes like a talisman for her. Really, that's. I mean, you got to feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah, you made a difference in somebody's yeah. life. Yeah. So how are those girls doing? Oh, they're doing fine. Are they adjusted? Yeah, they're they're all like doing a lot of they got you know, they're set for life. Have with, they got their own VH one show yet? Yeah. It's coming out. It's coming on after the Tully show here on Sirius Sex XM Slaves Radio. Of Cleveland. Yeah. Well <laughs> shout out to any captives who may be listening to this right now. Unfortunately unfortunately it is time Don't for give us to go. What? I know. I know. Time it's, flies it's a quick when you're, hour. We're up against rocking. it. Yeah, hey, man, you just start you guess start guessing things and <laughs> who, by the way, who won? Uh, I don't think anybody won. <laughs> Certainly not the listeners. 
Chad Zumok. You host the Sit Down Zumok podcast. You are at Chad Zumok, uh, Z-U-M-O-C-K, on all social media. Sam Tripoli, you got the uh, Punch Drunk Sports podcast, you got the tinfoil hat, and you are at Sam Tripoli. Thank yeah. you guys. Follow me. Totally. I'm giving away candy. It's my third time on the show, I think. Yeah, we never heard that first one. <laughs> you wasted his time. Oh, I fuck. gave him a. I gave you a. I gave you lunch at Jersey Mike's. That's fine. I'm cool with that. What'd you do? What do you mean? I-